Hello everybody, this is Pastor Rafael Hernandez here. I welcome you all to this podcast uh, that I have named Hope Alive. We are looking at the Gospel of Mark and we are, um, we're in Mark chapter 3 and we're going to be looking at Mark chapter 3 verses 20 to verse 26, verses 20 to verse 26, Mark chapter 3. So if you all would um, get your smart devices or your Bibles and get ready to turn there, let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. This is the day that you have made. It's a glorious day. It's a hot day today, Lord. It's a hot day. Let us let that remind us of being hot for you, being on fire for you, Lord. Let the heat that we experience today remind us, Father God, that that heat is what we need to we need to show to people the fire of God, the fire of Jesus wherever we go. Let them be warmed by the embers that are the fire that you have that you have lighted in us. The ember of the good news of the gospel so that we can tell others about you. Amen. And amen. Okay. So let's let's read these verses. Again, we're gonna be in Mark 3, starting in verse 19. I mean, sorry, verse 20. Verse 20 to 26. Then Jesus went home, and once again a crowd gathered so that he and his disciples could not even eat. When his family heard about this, they went out to take custody of him, saying, he's out of his mind. And the scribes who had come down from Jerusalem were saying, he's possessed by Beelzebul. And by the prince of the demons, he drives out demons. So Jesus called them together and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, it it cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, it cannot stand. And if Satan is divided and rises against himself, He cannot stand. His end has come. Indeed, no one can enter a strong man's house to steal his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen. So let's look at these verses. Verse 20, Jesus says it says in the scriptures that Jesus went home home sweet home right the place where you feel maybe that you'd get a pat on the back or a hug or a kiss in the cheek or something like that right home sweet home place where you feel like people are going to understand you maybe have some compassion and empathy for you home sweet home well here Jesus goes home And once again, a crowd gathered. 
I mean, wherever Jesus went, people were there. People wanted to be around Jesus. Um, and so it's not surprising. It's not surprising that when he goes home, already people know. I mean, the message has been, has been talked about. And they're ready. And they're there, waiting, waiting for Jesus. A crowd gathers. And so, so that he, he and his disciples could not even eat. Now that's called ministry, right? Right? I mean, you're, you're, you're about to eat and you get that phone call, that prayer that somebody needs, that visit that somebody desires, that ride to the church that somebody looks for or wants or needs. That's ministry, right? Well, Jesus is, understands what that's all about because, you know, here they are. They're about to eat. They can't even eat because of all the people that, that, are, that, are, that are wanting to be around him and talk to him. Well, when, verse 21 says, When his family heard about this, they went out to take custody of him. And like I said, home sweet home, what did they say to him? He's out of his mind. Imagine you're home, you're eating a meal, and your own family members are saying, you're nuts, you're crazy, you're insane. They have no faith in what you're doing. They, have no, they, have, they don't trust that, that, uh, that what you're doing is correct. I mean, that can happen to any of us, right? We take a step of faith. We follow the Lord. We, we've heard from the Lord and it's been confirmed. But there are people, even within our own family, that, that are saying, well, maybe this has happened to you. You're crazy. You're nuts. Play it safe. You know, stay, stay, stay where you're at. Don't do that. That's not wise. Why, 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 are you, why are you tithing? You know, why are you giving to missions? Why are you going on missions? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why are you helping feed the homeless? I mean, there's all kinds of things. People ask why, what? And then they, and then they say, you're nuts. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. Just like they said to Jesus. If you are a follower of Jesus, you've got to be prepared. You've got to expect that even people that are close to you, friends, listen, even people that are close to you are going to sometimes and many times, they'll say, you're nuts, you're crazy, you're out of your mind, or other words, words that are not encouraging, words that are discouraging. All right. And that's what happened to Jesus. And in verse 22, it says, And the scribes who had come down from Jerusalem were saying, oh, listen, listen to this. Now, the scribes are coming down from Jerusalem. Right? They, they want to see. They've heard about Jesus. They heard about what, where Jesus is. And now they're coming down from Jerusalem, even though, you know, home sweet home. But hey, what? guess what? We want to be there too. So the scribes are coming down. And what do they say? He's possessed by Beelzebul. And by the prince of the demons, he drives out demons. In other words, Jesus, you're possessed with a demon. You say you're the son of God. 
And all these miracles and all these things you're doing, well, it's not because you're the Son of God. It's not because you're filled with the Spirit. It's not because of any of that. It's not because you're the Word incarnate. No, it's because you are demon-possessed, Jesus. And that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying to Jesus. And maybe in, your, in our ministry, in your ministry, in my ministry, whatever it may be, people might say, you know what, you're this and that. They'll put you down. They'll say you're, uh, you know what, they'll say, uh, you know, if you're Pentecostal, they might say, you know, speaking, speaking in tongues is of the devil. I've heard that said. So you got a demon in you. You got a demon. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's a demon. That comes from people, other people that are Christians saying that, right? People will discourage you. They'll, 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 they'll say, you know what, that's not your calling. That's not your thing. You shouldn't be doing that. They will do it, folks. Your friends, your family, and your enemies. So be prepared because that's what it is to be in the ministry and i got news for you the ministry is not just for pastors or evangelists or prophets or apostles the ministry is for every son and daughter of the living god that means if you're born again you've got a ministry amen just want you to be aware of that and so Jesus responds with parables and he says in verse 23, so Jesus called them together and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If the kingdom is divided against itself, it cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, it cannot stand. And if Satan is divided and rises against himself, he cannot stand. His end has come. Well, that seems to make a lot of sense, right? If something is divided, it's weakened. A divided house is a weakened house. A divided uh, church is a weakened church. It's like a rope that has a tear in it. It can't withstand pressure for very long because if if there's too much pressure and that rope has a tear, what's going to happen is the rope is going to tear apart. It's going to break apart. And well, that's the same thing with anything that's divided. If you're divided, even you as a human being, yourself, if you're divided against yourself, in other words, if one day you're, you're, you're uh, uh, um, on fire for the Lord, but the next day, boy... You're, 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 you're a, a, a dripping blanket. You're as wet as can be. And the next day you're on fire for the Lord again. If you're divided against yourself like that, you're not, guess what? You ain't going to be productive. And that's the least I can say about that. It's destructive to be divided against yourself. It's destructive for, it's destructive for a house, a home to be divided against itself. Have you ever heard of homes where, you know, the wife has one opinion, the husband has another opinion, the children have another opinion? I mean, everybody has the right to an opinion. But if those opinions are the driving force, if there is no unity, if there is no function, 
Guess what? That's called dysfunction. And it's divided. And it causes injury. And it causes destruction. And it causes... And, and the cause of it is sin. Now think about this. How about a church divided against itself? The same thing. Same principle, right? If the shepherd of the flock has a vision, but there's other people with a different you know, vision. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. You know, if there's gossip and there's murmurings and there's this and that, and this person's treated me like this and there's unforgiveness, guess what? Then the house is divided. And guess what? A divided house. Well, what did he say here? Jesus says, it cannot stand. It cannot stand. And so that's for us to be aware of. It's not only a warning, you know, it's not, he's, he's not only saying, you know, Satan, if, if, if I was, what Jesus is saying, if I was um, possessed by a demon, why would I then cast out demons? That would be... Uh, that was that would be like me being divided against myself or being divided against the kingdom of God. If I'm on the dark side, why am I going to go against the dark side by casting out demons and bringing people into the glorious light of freedom? No, that's impossible. That I mean, not that's not impossible, but that is not smart. And so that's what Jesus is saying. But he's also giving us a warning. Don't you be divided against yourself. Don't your house be divided against itself. Don't your church be divided against itself. Because it causes destruction and it causes corruption and it causes death. All right. And in verse 27, he says, Indeed, no one can enter a strong man's house to steal his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Right? I mean, can't enter into someone's house to try to steal what that person has. If that person is a strong man and that person knows I'm coming, no way, Jose. I mean, the person's going to get, take out a shotgun or a rifle or, or, may, or, or call the police or maybe there's an alarm system or I don't know. Or maybe there's a huge dog, you know, that's inside the house. I, or maybe it's a tiny dog with a, a loud bark. But whatever it is, I can't do it because guess what? They're aware of it. They're there. They see me doing it. They know I'm going to do it. Now, first I got to tie the strong man. Then I can plunder the house. And that's what Jesus is saying. So, I guess the two things to take away today is this. If you're in the ministry, which you are, if you're a living, breathing Christian, you are in the ministry, then be prepared. The Holy Spirit will empower you, but be prepared for persecution. Be prepared for people saying things about you. That's just a given. Your friends, your family, and your enemies. And also, be prepared. Be prepared uh, to not allow the enemy to divide you in any way from the focus of 
telling people about Jesus and living for Jesus. Don't let the enemy divide you. <clears throat> Don't let the enemy divide you in your church or in your home. Instead, let the Holy Spirit guide you. Amen? And if you let the Holy Spirit guide you, guess what? The enemy ain't going to divide you. Praise God. Let's, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you, Father God, because you are such an awesome God. You are awesome. And you sent your Holy Spirit. And your Holy Spirit lives in us. And now we don't have to be dominated by sin any longer. You have made us new creatures in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. We're new creatures. Amen. We got new spirits. Hallelujah. And you know what? We don't have to be intimidated by the lies of the enemy anymore. Let us walk in your spirit so that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. God bless you all. See you next time for next um, episode of Hope Alive. When we continue on studying the book of Mark. God bless. Bye.